Welcome to Sojourn Discipleship. At Sojourn Community Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee, we are committed to helping you flourish with friends because life is too precious to waste. What's up, Sojourn family? Pastor Rusty here with the May edition of Sojourn Discipleship with a practice to help you grow in your love for Jesus. This month's practice is a gratitude journal. It's a simple way to open your eyes to God's many good gifts in your life, which will help you to become a happier person and help you bear witness to God's goodness in a complaint-filled world. Also, be sure to check out the resources in the show notes. Sojourn, we hope you enjoy the episode. Think with me about the people that you love to talk about uh, behind their backs in a positive way, right? (laughs) Not in a negative way. Think about those that you love to talk about behind their backs in a positive way. Have you ever in your life said, oh, Susie, I just love Susie so much. She grumbles all the time. I mean, she just is always complaining about something, right? No, never in your life have you ever said that. What you do say is, oh, Susie is amazing. She's such a joyful person. She's so down to earth. She's always so thankful, right? We love grateful people and we want to become like them, yet we also, while we want to become like grateful people, we want to become a grateful person, we also have this fear of being a phony grateful person, right? The, the person that's always grateful, always positive to the neglect of all the real stuff of life. I'm not going to spend a lot of time tonight talking about the fear that we have around that, but do hear this uh, right now from the get-go, and that is for you to grow in gratitude does not mean that you need to ignore or you need to repress grief, right? That is not what we're talking about. No, in fact, a mature Christian is a person who can grow in the capacity to hold both gratitude and grief together at the same time. Or as Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 10, we're the type of people who can be sorrowful, yet always rejoicing. Truly joy-filled, content people are grateful people. We all want joy. We all want gratitude. But there is a huge, enormous obstacle in our way, and that is ourselves. We are the biggest obstacle (laughs) to our own gratitude. So how do we grow in gratitude? I'm going to give you uh, four ideas around this topic of how we grow in gratitude. And within that, I'll slip in what this actual practice is for this month. So first, own your grumbling heart. How do you grow in gratitude? First, own your grumbling heart. For every 25 amazing happy things that can happen in your day, we focus on the one negative thing. That is just what we do as people. And it's always been this way. People gravitate toward grumbling. Uh, Psalm 106 verses 24 to 25 gets at this truth in a really profound way. It says this, Psalm 106, starting in verse 24. 
Then they, Israel, despised the pleasant land, having no faith in his promises. So if we just pause there and think about that, God promised Israel a promised land, the land that they did not plant, they did not cultivate, they did not make this super amazing place. He just gifted it to them. And yet Israel, once they're there, they despise the gift. And they did not have faith in God's promises. Verse 25 goes on to say, they grumbled in their tents, right? They looked down on the gift, they grumbled in their tents, and did not obey the voice of the Lord. So that right there should just make you say, whoa. Okay, so we're, we're already seeing in the scriptures that a grumbling heart gets connected to a disobeying life, right? So this is a big deal. We should really... Uh, pay attention to this. So for us to grow in gratitude, you must first own that this is true about you. It's true that God can give you an amazing gift, and you have the capacity, you have the potential, the potential. You can and you do overlook the amazing gift that God gives you because you're fixating on the difficulties of your life. And in fixating on the difficulties of your life, you despise those parts of your life that can turn into a despising of the Lord, a lack of trust in his promises, and you miss on the gift. So how do you grow in gratitude? First, own your grumbling. Second, choose genuine gratitude. First, we own our grumbling heart. Second, we choose genuine gratitude. Uh, Gratitude is like exercise. It's a chosen activity that turns into a learned habit, that turns into a strong muscle, that finally turns into muscle memory. It's something that we choose to do. And the opposite of that kind of progression from a chosen action to muscle memory, uh, it goes both ways, right? How many people grumble their way into more misery? So they just grumble, grumble, grumble all the time, and they just become these cold-hearted, crotchety old people who are just miserable about everything. So you actually have something to say about the joy or the lack of joy that you have in your life. You know, joy primarily is not circumstantial, but is a matter of perspective, and we get tripped up on this when looking at the scriptures because joy is a fruit of the Spirit, it's a gift that's given to us. Joy is also a command of the scriptures. Hey, this is a gift that's given to you. It's also something that you have to do. So many verses, but just a couple here. Philippians 4.4 4 is a classic one. Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I'll say, rejoice. Uh, we think about Colossians 2, verses 6 to 7. We see a particular command toward gratitude. So there Paul says, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, so walk in him. Continue walking in him in this way. And then we get some some description of what that looks like. Rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and here it is, and overflowing with thankfulness. So part of what it means to receive Jesus And to then continue to walk in him in the way that we received him by faith, that walking by faith, big part of that is that we choose to be overflowing with thankfulness. So 
How can we choose gratitude? Third thing I'd like to talk to you about tonight, and this is where we're getting at the actual practice that we want you practicing this month. So third, keep a daily detailed gratitude journal. Keep a daily detailed gratitude journal. Notice the word detailed. Uh, Most of our gratitude is lazy and it's unhelpful because we get in this pattern of just thanking God over and over again for the same things, and those things tend to be general things like, thank you, God, for my food and for my family and for my friends. And of course, you should thank God for those things, but we just kind of get in this gratitude rhythm that's just vague, and it's not specific. So over the next month, I want you to get specific. And every day this month, all right, don't get freaked out by the every day. I know you can hear journaling and you hear a gratitude journal and you can envision like writing a book every day. That's not what we're talking about. This will only take you a few minutes to do this exercise and you really can do this every day. So every day for a few minutes, here's what I want you to do. This list will be up on the screen, I believe. Beautiful. Well done. Thank you. Um, So keep a daily detailed gratitude journal. Here's what it looks like. Every day, write three items for which you are grateful. And in order to help you keep it specific, choose from the past 24 hours. And then finally, don't allow yourself to repeat those three items. So this really forces you to go looking for what you're grateful that God has gifted to you. Uh, I did this just the other day. It took me about one minute to come up with my list, and my list was this, and this will help you kind of see how short and easy this can be. My list was, one, I crushed a new recipe. I was super grateful for that. Two, uh, I had a kind interaction with some friends. Three, I had a great encouraging conversation with Rachel. That was my three. That's it. It's that simple. But here's the deal. Don't stop there. You can list out those three items that you're grateful for, and that'll take you one or two minutes. Don't stop there. That's where our fourth point comes in. Fourth, sit with gratitude. Sit with gratitude. So really turn that prayer, that gratitude journal into prayers by sitting with the gratitude. Here's here's what you do. From there, spend a few minutes in prayer. There'll be a second list up here. Think about these specific gifts from God. That's number one. Number two, pay attention to what you're experiencing. Uh, Specifically focus there on your emotions and on the bodily sensations that come about from those emotions. And then third, thank God out loud for each gift. And that's it. That's what it means to keep a gratitude journal. Now, let me back up to that second point there on pay attention to what you're experiencing. That's really important because we live in a culture where we've been trained to ignore, avoid, and repress our emotions. And because none of us like challenging emotions and we do everything we can to not feel them, the the problem with that is that we have unintentionally trained ourselves not only not to feel the challenging emotions, but also we don't understand how to feel positive emotions. 
And you know this. You've experienced this, right? I mean, haven't you had a situation where you are craving someone's affirmation or where you're longing for love from someone? And then, lo and behold, someone walks up to you, they look you in the eyes, and they give you specific affirmation or they communicate a specific way that they love you. And what happens? You freak out, because you don't know what to do with it. (laughs) So this thing that you've wanted, you finally get it, and now you're like, I don't know what to do with it. So you get awkward, and then you like try to change the subject, right? Because we've trained ourselves not to experience and feel our emotions. So this idea of paying attention to what you're experiencing in that moment as you're thinking about what you're grateful for, what that's doing is it's retraining your heart and your mind to actually experience the emotion of gratitude, and that can have a lasting effect. So let me wrap up with a couple benefits here. Um, This practice is so simple that often with simple practices like this, we can think they're not worth the effort. But neuroscientists have actually seen a connection uh, between practices like this and increasing happiness. Uh, That as we do practices like this on a regular basis, on a daily basis, that it actually rewires the neuropathways in our brains and helps us to be happier people. So I just want to encourage you to give yourself fully, wholeheartedly to this practice. Like for real, do it every day over the next month and watch what happens. My guess is that you're going to find yourself being a more joyful person, a more content person, a more grateful person. And I think the most exciting thing that you'll see is that you'll begin to see God's goodness all over the place. That by a practice of 30 days of specifically thinking about, God, where are you showing me goodness? It's actually going to rewire your brains to see his goodness more clearly throughout your life. And this is exactly what Paul tells us in Philippians 4, 8 to 9, right? Finally, brothers, whatever's true, whatever's honorable, whatever's just, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever's commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. You could also translate that, pay attention to these things, right? What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things. And here's the result. The God of peace will be with you. So a gratitude journal can bring you more joy in your life. But even more than that, a gratitude journal can help you be a better witness for Jesus. If you back up in Philippians chapter 2, verses 14 to 16, Paul says this, Do all things without grumbling or disputing. Why? Why should we do all things without grumbling or disputing? That you may be blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish, in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life, so that in the day of Christ Jesus, I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. So over the next month, practice a gratitude journal. Talk about this with your life group. Help each other. Encourage one another to keep up this practice. And let's shine like lights in a dark and grumbling world.
There you have it, Sojourn. My prayer for you this month is that this practice will change your outlook and change your life. As you come to know Jesus more clearly for who he truly is as the God who loves to give himself away in love to you. Be sure to check out the show notes for added resources. Sojourn, enjoy the process, and peace be with you.